My name is Dan. Welcome to the Passive Income Doctor podcast. Just a reminder, this podcast is for entertainment purposes. Nothing here is financial advice. Please speak to your trusted professional advisors. Views expressed by podcast participants are solely their own. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Passive Income Doctor. Today, we welcome Claire Lim, a medical student who is also a founder of Script AI, an artificial intelligence tool that helps transcribes medical notes. So first of all, tell us a bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah, so hi, Daniel. Thank you so much for having me. Um, my name is Claire. I'm the founder of Script AI. And Script is basically um, a tool for doctors used in clinic that listens during the consultation and um, it transcribes. It does the SOAP note for the doctor. Um, and it also, other than SOAP note, it actually does every other note that you want it to. So be it a referral letter, um, maybe a letter to the school, a letter to insurance. Um, yeah, it can do it all for you. Yeah, awesome. And, you know, going back a bit, what influenced your decision to study medicine? Um, so I did a bit of, like, I was in the research field in the past. Um, I spent a bit of time um, with people with type 1 diabetes, um, looking at con continuous glucose monitors, um, and I spent a lot of time with little kids in, in outpatient clinic. It, it was really that setting that I enjoyed the most, not the research and the data crunching um, itself, but the time in, in clinic with patients. So I decided that, yeah, I would apply to medicine and here I am. Yeah, awesome. So um, did you do any studies before um, medical school and, and where are you studying at the moment? So... Before medical school, I was I was in Monash. My undergrad was in physiology. Um, and now I'm in St. George's, University of London, doing medicine. Yeah, nice. Exciting. Yeah, I've had a few um, guests on the podcast that, um, you know, were working in the UK, NHS, and then they've come um, to work in Australia as well. Um, so tell, tell me about your kind of um, future plans. Obviously, you know, um, towards the end of medical school and you know I know for myself you know um, specialty choice changes but what are your future plans do you think at this moment um, either specialty wise or even a cre creative career outside of medicine? Yeah this is something I've thought a lot about um, I definitely want a specialty that allows me to do what I currently do um, so a specialty where I can have the flexibility and time to continue um, doing my startup, exploring the world of startups um, and building better tools for doctors. That, that is like our goal at Script to eliminate any kind of typing that you can do, like basically automate everything, reduce the number of clicks that, that a doctor needs to do. So I always want to work on script um, so definitely having a specialty that will allow me the flexibility to continue this so I am thinking of maybe GP um, maybe psychiatry um, I think these are two specialties where you can really um, do telehealth with and yeah I love working from home <laughs> yeah so, awesome yeah I think you know there's um you know, with COVID and then there's been a rapid rise in uh, telehealth and kind of uh, even outside of healthcare, you know, kind of um, working from home, you know, a lot of employees 
kind of expecting or, or demanding that. Um, yeah. So what, what about so yourself? Have you like worked from home? Yeah. So in I've G recently, I've um, done a kind of part-time telehealth uh, working from home, kind of like a hospital in the home uh, role. Um, yeah. So it is interesting. It's different. I think it's a emerging field. Um, yeah. Um, uh, is yeah. this, is this um, like, for example, it's not for GP, but it's, it's for, it's consulting for hospitals. So it's kind of, I'm not sure if you're familiar, um, kind of a hospital in the home. So kind of patients, you know, traditionally, you know, even if they've got cellulitis and need IV antibiotics, you know, they're in hospital taking up a bed um, and the only intervention is, you know, say once daily or twice daily antibiotics. Um, so hospital in the home is for certain patients who are suitable, you know, the um, nurses can come out to the patient's home to deliver the antibiotics, you know, say twice a day. Um, and then some models, um, including the one I'm with at the moment, you know, the doctor will call them daily, check in, check the photos, check the obs, that sort of thing. So that's kind of the you wow. know, virtual, virtual you, hospital, you do, hospital in the home. You can do all of that remotely. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, that's it, that, yeah, the doctor kind of consults the patient remotely, video or, or phone consultation. Um, and then, yeah, there's appropriate escalation paths. Um, and yeah, I think, I think there is a role, you know, I think if they can select the correct patients, um, in the first place, kind of not as complex, there is definitely a role. And I think it's an emerging area. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's very interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely. I think general practice allows flexibility and kind of, yeah, there's different niche jobs that you can do as well. Um, and yeah, that's exciting about hearing about uh, script AI. Um, I think before this, I understand um, we were chatting, is that you had a, even an entrepreneurial background, even as a kid, was that um, to do with uh, selling sourdough? You have a story about that? Yeah, so I think I've always loved baking. Um, baking is very scientific, not like cooking, you know, you know, cooking, you can just throw in random ingredients mm. and it would taste good. But for baking, you have to be very precise, um, like right down to maybe plus minus five, 10 grams, right? If not, it, it won't turn out. So I have always loved science and baking bread, especially, um, you know, you just go to the supermarket and buy bread, but there's actually a lot of technicality behind bread, um, the hydration percentage, like proofing overnight. So um, sourdough is very unique because sourdough does not use yeast, right? You you have your own culture and you grow that and then that acts as the leavening agent. So um, yeah, a few years ago, I started a project where I, I basically took sourdough culture and dehydrated it because let's say you wanted to grow, well, you wanted to bake a loaf of sourdough bread you would need seven days to make the culture before the culture is strong enough to to make a loaf so you generally wouldn't want to wait seven days you would want to make the bread on the spot so by purchasing like pre-made uh, sourdough culture that's dehydrated you can just activate that and um, use that to bake instead of growing the culture on your own. Very similar to, you know, how kombucha, you need the scoby first. And yeah, also like 
other other ferment, fermented items. So basically saving time for people that that want to make bread. Yeah, interesting. Um, so I guess script AI, how, how did you come up with the idea? You know, were you always keen to start your own business? Um, you know, did you, um, look, I've not much idea, but did you teach yourself to, to code or, or program? Um, yeah. How did it come about? Yeah. So it was actually in medical school where I met my co-founder, um, it was a very incidental meeting and in how we became good friends. Actually, we we randomly met at the bank um, on the first week of university. Um, and he would always tell me that he was working on something, uh, but he wouldn't say what. And, and so at that time, um, he was actually working on like an EMR, so medical records for, for patients because... These days, a lot of the records are stored on the doctor's computer or on the GP's computer. And, you know, if you want to move clinic, they would say, okay, you need to pay $20 to get all the data or all your notes from the past maybe five years. Then you can switch clinic or or you need to log into my health record or, you know. So notes, currently, I feel notes are not with the patient and even if they are with the patient they might be in a file on the shelf you know scattered around the house and they're not organized in in a man in a manner where it's easy to pull up and compare results from three months ago six months ago or have like you know some sort of decent timeline so notes are still like very disorganized um on the patient's end so um he was really working on something where the patients would have the data and have their notes organized for them. So you would need to like take a photo and then using character recognition, it can sort everything for you. So basically turning all the papers that you have, um, basically putting that in an app and in a very organized timeline. So at that time he was working on that. That was when we met. Um, the, the problem with the idea was... Um, it came to a point where like, who would pay for this? You know, we, with that idea, we struggled with the business aspect. So, you know, it's not like, you know, with Spotify, people are very willing to put down $7.99 a month. But if you're talking about organizing your notes, like something like Google Drive or something, people kind of expect this to be free or something where the government would take care of. So, we ran into that issue. We tried to work with um, a few insurance companies, but eventually we we decided to pivot. Yeah, awesome. Um, and yeah, I think in in business, you know, always have to be kind of adaptable and and obviously still have to be profitable. Um, you know, for you to remain in business. Um, so how have you found entrepreneurship so far, and and the journey with Script AI? Yeah, so Script basically came about because when we were on the wards, um, whenever we took, you know, when we take histories from patients, we would need to spend time typing and spend a lot of time typing, actually. Um, and I think in, in the past year or so, um, AI has really changed the whole landscape of that, the advancements. Um, in the past year or two has really accelerated the growth of, you know, voice to text. So um, 
yeah, it was only recently where, where we came up with the idea and it was really our own struggle in, in clinic that um, we, we came across that we were just spending so much time with, with notes and documentation and there just had to be a faster way, you know. Um, and my co-founder's background is computer science. Hmm. So um, with every specialty, there is a different way of, of writing notes. So GPs would... Um, you would have the subjective, objective assessment and plan. You know, cardiology would be more detailed. Like you would have like JDP signs and stuff like that, more cardiology focused. Um, psychiatry notes would be more, you know, mental health status and um, more of that. So every specialty we came across, uh, we could really see how each specialty differed um, and we could create templates around that and, um, getting AI to pick up different cues hmm. for each for each specialty. Yeah, and it was really it was really our own struggle, and we saw it as a big need. And um, if we are able to save doctors' time, um, that is really able to help them move on to the next patient. You know, you don't need to at the end of the consult, you don't need to finish time wrapping up. Like maybe if if you did the notes yourself. Um, once the patient walks out of the door, you would still need to maybe five minutes wrap up or send send some things off. But I think with something listening in the background, it does it does a few things. It protects you legally. Um, even if even if you miss something, you know you, it will it will it picks up everything, so you are protected medical legally. Yeah. Um, Interesting. It also saves you time. Yeah. Yeah, I think anything that can kind of save time and improve that doctor-patient um, contact is helpful. Um, I guess, you know, some of the listeners might be thinking, you know, what about, um, you know, privacy concerns or, you know, um, as you said, different specialties, they might want to pick up different things. So is there any issues with, it? Um, you know, not recording um, relevant stuff? You know, is, is, I guess, would the doctor then still have to, like, you know, carefully go through the generated notes and, and add things um yeah are these some of the challenges or um issues you've come across yes yes definitely so with consent uh we always get consent from the patient and we tell them that um today i'll be using this tool um it helps me with my notation and, and it'll listen in the background are you okay with that so that is usually done at reception um and so the patient before they walk in, they are aware that the doctor is using using this tool. Um, as for data, we currently don't save any data. So all data is saved, is on the doctor's computer. Um, the note and the audio is on the doctor's computer. We only process the data and all data is processed um, on Australian servers. Hmm. That is actually one of the requirements um, by Australia. Yeah. 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 So does that mean there's an audio file generated of the entire consult for every patient or? Yes. So you basically, there are two things. You will have the audio file and you will have the actual SOAP note. Yeah. 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 And cool. at the end of the day, you can, you can decide to delete that yeah. um, if you want to listen or you can reprocess that and edit if you want. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so I guess, um, moving on a bit, um, you know, on the podcast, I talk about, you know, f financial health, how often, um, uh, doctors, I guess we can include medical students, you know, kind of very time poor, very busy to take stock of our finances, 
you know, do you have any um, particular financial goals you'd like to achieve either personally or for the business? And um, on a similar vein is what have you learned about managing money um, from university or from even high school, um, if, at, if at all? Yeah, yeah, this is a great question. Um, I think with script, we are really creating value. Um, we are if we are able to save doctors time, um, this this is a this is really a huge huge advantage. So creating and capturing that value, and if we create something valuable like this, um, I see the financial aspect as not a goal but as a side effect. Um, of everything that we do so yeah that's that in terms of school well <laughs> we were really not taught anything I think all the financial advice or things I've learned in finance is all through mistakes mm -hmm. <laughs> we've made um, either like I see friends make investments or you know yeah, we're definitely not taught. And I think this can this should be in syllabus in school, at least in high school or something, because, yeah, it's all trial and error, basically. Yeah, I'm thinking back, you know, obviously, you know, you study, you know, mathematics or English or science and, you know, um, you know, some things you, you might use day to day, like times table, I guess, um, although, you know, there's calculators for that. Um, uh, all these other random math topics escape my head at the moment, but yeah, you know, kind of, you know, if we're taught a bit about, um, you know, managing money, finances, investing, um, you know, reading a pay slip, things like that, I think would have been great to learn in high school and yeah, for medical school, I think it would have been good also, um, you know, for, yeah, the more entrepreneurial minded medical students in terms of, um, you know, starting a business, you know, profit and loss, cash flow you know, perhaps raising money, you know, these um, might, might have been um, useful. Cool. And yeah, I think with, um, with uh, script AI, um, definitely um, business I'll be watching with interest and wishing you success with that. Is there kind of any, um, I know it's relatively new uh, venture. Is there any kind of uh, targets in terms of how many, users doctors how many patient interactions you'd like to achieve or are you just kind of taking it day by day yeah so we we plan to launch um in many different languages um we are currently in english rolling out soon in spanish um yeah so we we want to make it such that any doctor in the world be it from south africa to spain um to you know China can can use script we've also had in inquiries from uh, from Singapore which is where I was born um, and you know people asking whether it can pick up English but accented English so you know like if the if the conversation is split you know how some patients switch back and forth between mm. English and Mandarin. So yeah, we're trying to make it really robust, being able to pick up dialects, accents, stuff like that. Yeah, interesting. Any tips for listeners out there? Um, so my audience, I guess, um, I've got some medical students and also some um, doctors all the way from junior doctors all the way to, um, you know, fellows. For the fellow medical students out there that, you know, perhaps thinking of, 
starting a business or um, have a passion project, you know, do you have any tips regarding, um, yeah, entrepreneurship for them? Yeah, so I would just say dive in, don't think too much. Um, it really helps by surrounding yourself with the right people. I would say, um, you know, because I had someone that could code, um, it was very helpful for us to, um, you know, join forces together and build something really cool. So, you know, look up accelerators. Um, there's this thing called Startmate. You know, you, you can find co-founders there. Um, there's also Y Combinator, which is in San Francisco, mm. um, which you can apply to. Many great companies come, come out of that. So surround yourself with people that are like-minded um, and, and want to change the world. And yeah, it's it's yeah. endless. <laughs> it's limitless. Yeah, definitely. And um, I might leave a link to some of those resources that you mentioned um, in the comment section. Um, so finally, how can listeners connect with you or find out more about Script AI? So um, our website is uh, scriptai dot co um and you can find me on linkedin i think dan i'll give you a link to my linkedin you can connect with me there um we're always trying to grab new ideas on on how to improve the platform and how to make it better so if if any doctors listening has any ideas if you want to like let's say you know how the pdf idea on how we realize that doctors want to just one click have the note in the middle, have their own header and footer, and then just one click generate generate PDF from that. Um, that came from a from a doctor as well. Mm -hmm. So if there's anything that you want to be built or any repetitive task that a doctor is doing, let me know and we can see how we can integrate that. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Claire, for coming on to the show today. I think it's been um interesting getting a perspective from a medical student who's also, um, yeah, doing entrepreneurship on the side. Um, so wish you all the best success and yeah. Thank you for all the listeners tuning in to another episode. I hope you found this helpful. Um, please subscribe and share with your friends until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to today's show. Please take a moment now to hit the subscribe button and share the podcast because this will help others benefit also. So until next time, keep taking steps to improve your financial health.